Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I am your host, Christopher Chan, advanced sommelier, your weekend wine guy, and uh, the maestro of Madeira today. I'm super excited about this spirit. Uh, it's one of the oldest wines in the world, it seems, and uh, one of those wines that have been kind of lost and forgotten, but really should be appreciated. Um, it is June. It's Father's Day uh, coming up. It's uh, graduation time, and of course, it's January here in Seattle, because May was a nice month, but uh, June has its ups and downs, but of course, we're drinking rosé, and uh, I'm really excited about drinking Madeira. If you don't know what Madeira is, I've got uh, Nelson Colado, who is the commercial and marketing uh, director for the Madeira Wine Company, and that's a big deal. Uh, Madeira is an island off uh, uh, the area of, of Spain and Portugal, and um, well, uh, we got a whole story behind it, and I've got a bunch of Madeira to taste, so without further ado, Nelson Colado, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation, Chris. It's an honor to be here with you, and let's do it my best to show the Madeira wine to Seattle people. For- perfect. Well, um, let's talk about Madeira. Madeira is an island, but it's also a wine, right? Yeah, it's an island in the middle of the ocean, the Atlantic Sea. We are in um, one and a half hour from plane from Lisbon. And our neighbor is Morocco, more than the mainland, wow. more near. And the other one is United States. So we are in the middle of, of the ocean. <laughs> so you, United States is our, our, our neighbor as well. Interesting. So there's no claims by Morocco, right? Of course, being a Muslim country, they don't really care about wine much. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any flight to Morocco at the moment. So Madeira was an island founded, especially when the days of the sailing ships and, and uh, uh, conquering new lands, if you will, or exploring the world, I should say. It's probably more appropriate these days. Um, uh, Madeira was a very wooded, it was an island, just full of wood, full of trees. That's true, and we, our history, we can, the commemoration of the 600 years of this cover of Madeira will be the next year, so ah. we are, uh, congratulations for that. Uh, Zarco discovered Madeira, you know, they, they try, as you know, Portugal and Spain tried to find a way to go to India. This is where, where it's of the, 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 the gold and all the things that we need to have it, and it was amazing. And they discovered Madeira in the middle of the ocean. And Madeira, it was in the 500 years ago, very important in the Portuguese, in the discovery of the other countries like uh, United States. It, it, it's not from us, but we discovered Brazil. And they stopped the boats there and to get the food, to get the water, to have the wine as well. And one of the trips that they make it, they... they, they they already fortified the wines to take it more time because it's not the to know don't be a, a bad wine in the past. So we did did, uh, did some uh, alcohol, not a vinic alcohol. In this time, it was a sugar cane alcohol that they put there inside. And one of the trips, the wine when they returned to Madeira again, it's better than the first time when they loaded. What's happening? It was like cooking the wine because when they cross the Ecuador, <laughs> the wine the wine comes more 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 hot. And it is the way that the history say about the Madeira wine. And today we try to do it in the traditional method, like a Cantero system that we produce the wine until now. Very interesting. Um, you went very, very fast, and I'm sure our listeners need to sort of step back for a second. So Madeira is an island. Uh, Zarco uh, 
founded the island, discovered the island, and it was so tre- it was so filled with trees that he burned it down because they had to find land for crops, land for grapes, land for livestock. Is that correct? That's correct. That's right. right. And what it really did is also nourish the, the the earth, nourish the soil. So they were able to have um, you know I guess it was potash, if you will, or whatever ingredients come from or minerals come from uh, charcoal, etc. Um, but it became a very prosperous land for 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 agriculture, and that's why all the ships stopped there. And uh, who brought the grapes over? Did the Portuguese bring the grapes? The Portuguese bring the grapes. And when we think about grapes, of course, um, they didn't have an idea of making Madeira at that point. But talk about the grapes. There's was there just one grape at the time, or did they actually bring four grapes? Because we talk about Circeal, Verdeo, Malmsey, and Bual as being the different styles of. of Grape-based Madeira, but Malvasi, Malmsey, Malmsey in English. It's, it was the first one that they go to the island. That all the trips they bring from different parts. So actually, today uh, Tinta Negra is the most uh, grape that we have there. Around eighty-five percent of the island we have uh, Tinta Negra. Uh, the producer, it's the the red. Uh, one of the red grape, grape varieties. The other one is the white that we have, the Circeal, the Verdelio, the Bual, and the Malmsey there. But they come in the different ways. Not in, for the first time they arrive and put the five or the six yeah. or Tarantes as well. They have Trantes, Bastardo, yes. so, so many of different grape varieties that we have in the island. But today, the, the main is Tinta Negra, of course, that we use it for the three-year-old wine. And then we have the Circeal, the Verdelio, and the Bual and Malmsey. So there's a whole uh, a whole commercial marketplace and industry there on the island of Madeira for this specific wine. But when we think about the vineyards there, um, did did they have Portuguese people, or were they having some perhaps some indigenous people brought over, or non-indigenous people, aka slaves, helping out, or what was what was the the atmosphere? The local people, the Portuguese people, local so people there run all the business. Interesting. And um, nowadays, it's a very commercialized. It's an enterprise. It's an industry. Um, has the, the vineyard uh, viticulture changed much over the last 500 years? A little bit, but we are we're at a small island, so we have uh, 30 miles. So, so <laughs> and with uh, a mountain, it's, we are like a volcano. It's a volcanic soil uh, over there. So the, the, the top of the mountains is 6,000 feet. So we don't have space enough. Then we fight against bananas. We have sugar cane. <laughs> <laughs> and we try to do it our best. But we have a small, small vineyard there. So many people, like um, um, a small garden, they have a vineyard there. So we need when we need to produce, we need to buy to several people. Uh, and we try to choose always the best one quality for, for our wines. So what's the population of Madeira, you think? Around 300,000 people. Okay. 250, they live in, in Funchal. Uh, the, name, the capital city? Funchal. Funchal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I live there. It's, it's an oh. honor to be, be there. Uh, it's a wonderful place. We, we have a fantastic food there. A lot of tourism, people. Uh, it's a nice island. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Are the beaches sandy, black sand, or is it black sand? Wow. And, and yeah, black sand. All right. So we have that. to head out there. So originally they were making this wine, of course, um, and you know, as the the merchant ships would be sailing around or navy ships, whatever you want to call them. Obviously, uh, wine was a, a great way to have potable water. Pretty much is because yeah, you sure. couldn't have water; it would spoil. And um, but they they learned to do something that helped keep that wine alive longer, and that's the fortification method. That's true. Did that's that true. come from the? That's part of the Portuguese. Um, for the, the the English kind of learned that with the, taking the sweet wines uh, that they were 
dry wines then, and they kind of got sweeter as they went. But they realized that um, stabilizing the wine with additional alcohol, or fortifying the wine, if you will, helped keep the wine fresh over the long voyage. That's true. This is why today we have a wine that we can live forever. So we, when we open a Madeira wine, we can be open for one year, two years, three years. So it's not an issue at all because all the bad things we do it <laughs> in the process, <laughs> so oxidation, all the process that we have it. So thanks to God they do it that. So we have a fantastic wine. And, and it's amazing. So in Madeira we have a wine that we sometimes, and here in the U.S., many people use it to cook. Mm-hmm. To, to chicken and uh, all the, the the process, and we can have a very expensive wine, more than one hundred years old, uh, for thousand or thousand of dollars for one bottle. So we can have all, all the market together uh, and one wine. Well, I love cooking with both sherry and Madeira. Um, it's one of those things that just sort of adds this great depth of flavors, complexity. But when we think about the wine of Madeira, obviously they rec- recognize that fortifying the wine would help uh, keep the wine fresh during the long voyage. Yeah. But also they, they would put these giant casks in, in, the, in the hull of the ship. And in and, and those days, you're basically sailing in the summertime because the, the weather was nice, but it was very hot. So those ships, the hold of the ships would be very, very hot. Yeah. And that, what it did was cook the wine. That's true. And then with this rock and roll method going back and forth, especially over the equator where it was very, very hot, they came back with a barrel left of wine and they opened it up and they said, holy smokes, this is, tastes really good. That's true. That's true. And today we try to do it the same system. Uh, we have uh, big warehouses with different floors. So the, the youngest, the young Arvets go on the top of this building. Sometimes it's 45 degrees, Celtic degrees. I apologize. I don't know in four nights. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, but it's 45 degrees sometimes. So all the process of the, we cook the wine as well. So the evaporation, the process of the evaporation, uh, we lose around 45% of the, of the wine in the first three years. So then we move it, the wine from different floors for different temperatures, then this is the way that we produce the wine today. And so what the uh, the Portuguese um, realized is that they mimic the exact conditions that took place in the hull of those ships going That's over right. the equator. So what you do now is you cook it in basically a large building which has different floors with um, kind of a hot water pipes going around it and keeping that place hot in different degrees. That's you call true. it an estufa or cantero. Yeah. Cantairo, Cantairo, Cantairo. All Not right. stufagem. Stufagem, it's, it's the process that we use just for the three years, three years old. I see. So it's not in the wood process. So the, the Cantairo, yes, it's a Cantairo system. I see, right. Yes, and there was the Torum Vigio or something, right? You would That's take right. it over across the, the border and come back. Or it's not like the equator. <laughs> border. No border there. That's right. No border. It's open seas. Speaking with Nelson. We have, Co- we have another border. It, it, it's Porto Santo. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, place uh, for, for holidays as well. It's a two-hours boat. So it, I, it's not just an island. We are there. A couple of islands together. Awesome. Well, I'm um, speaking with Nelson Calado, who is the, uh, the the commercial marketing director for the Madeira Wine Company, and he brought looks like uh, eight or nine Madeiras here today. And of course, you're speaking that um, there are several different types, kind of classic styles of Madeira. You've got the three year old, you got the five year old, the rainwater. Then you have perhaps single grape variety uh, Madeiras, and of course, you probably have some very old Madeiras, which are built in the Solera method, right? They're they or is it basically one barrel? One barrel, one barrel, one barrel. Uh, so they have, they have different process. So we have four styles of Madeira wine. We start with a dry style, medium dry, medium sweet and sweet, all them. And we can have this in the different aging as well. So the three years, the five years, the 10 years, all this process we can have the, 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 the dry to the most the sweeter style. And we can have 
do it this process with different grape variety. You can use Tinta Negra. Some of our competition do it. And we, we have four brands. We have Blandy, Lee Cox, Cossart Gordon, and Miles. And today I we have here the Blandy, the Lee Cox, and the Cossart Gordon. Cossart Gordon and Blandy's, we just work with the white grape varieties. So it's the top brands for us. At the moment, we just use it. Uh, 85% is Tinta Negra, remember that? And we don't use Tinta Negra. So we work with the 50% of the white grape varieties in Blandy and, and, and um, Cossart Gordon. So the, the, the main reason is it's a Cercial, it's the dry style. Then we have Verdelho, the medium dry. Then we have Boal, the medium sweet. And we have Mamse or Malvasia, the, the most sweeter style. Right. Um, it's That's cool. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the names, the Blandies, Cossart, Gordon, uh, Miles, Leacox. All and English. Yes, all <laughs> English. That was, that's my segue. It's like to talk about how um, different different centuries in our in our Earth's uh, civilization history, uh, different um, countries had the strongest navy at the time there. The Dutch were doing it, the Portuguese were doing it, the Spa- Spanish, of course, the English. Um, but the English had a big population, of course, and they were taking wine because of the French, uh, the argument with the French. They were dr- drinking a lot of Portuguese wine, which included um, both, uh, well, and some Spanish wine, too, of course, Port, Sherry, and, um, of course, Madeira. So when you think about Madeira, Madeira has several um, variations of sweetness. Are there actual rules to say how sweet those can be? That's true. That's true. And each grape variety variety can be a style. So we cannot have a Cercial sweet. Cercial, it's only dry. Verdell, it's only medium dry. The Boal is medium sweet. And the Malvasia, Malmse, it's always rich when the, the sweetest style that we have it. So the different, for example, one of the wine that when you taste it, you're going to have some surprise, Chris, because we're going to taste it a, a, a wine like a, a Cercial that is a dry style, almost with 45 grams of sugar. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, perfect. Well, let's hope we start with the dry stuff, then I can finish that for dessert. Um, having a great time with Nelson Collado. He is the uh, uh, marketing director for the Madeira Wine Company, and that is based on the island of Madeira, part That's of true. the Portuguese country, and you will live in the uh, the capital there. Um, I'm super excited because if you haven't had Madeira, it's truly a wine that you can buy a bottle and enjoy it for, for months, even a, in years, because this has been cooked, it's been shaken, it's been stored. It's been oxidized. It probably looks brown most of the time, but the, the flavor will always stay there. And it's really um, an interesting and complex flavor that is delicious, especially as an aperitif or even when you want to do some fun cooking. So, hey, folks, um, I got a bunch of glasses lined up here. So stick around. We'll be right back here on Happy Hour Radio. Start your day the right way. The Commute with Carlson, live and local, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m., Talk Radio 570 KVI. Now more KVI Want to Know Weekends. Back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle, hope you have a great Saturday night and you got something tasting your glass or on to someplace cool and fabulous. There's so many great restaurants and bars and uh, uh, places to enjoy. But uh, remember, uh, life is always better with a designated driver, as I always like to say at the end of our show. Um, but we're starting here. I've got uh, eight bottles of Madeira, and they're all different styles, and that should be like the gong as we we, as we talk about this hallowed ground that was burnt, this island that was burnt to the ground, and um, became this uh, this 
this store, the stopway, this uh, midway point for all these ships to sort of refortify their stocks, their food, the the livestock, and of course the wine. Uh, and Nelson Collado is here, the marketing director for the uh, Madeira Wine Company. So Nelson, we've got um, a whole host of, of Madeiras here. Which one should we try first? Okay, let's start by by, by the aging. So you you have uh, five years there. Uh, mom say five years from Blandy. Uh, this is one of the typical and the most well-known uh, grape variety that we have in the island. It's the most uh, sweeter style, but because it's five years, let's start first, because the other, the other one that we have, it's 10 years, so it will be more complex. Uh, so this is where we start with that. Well, the, interesting on the aroma right away. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper. There has that very... Um, there's it's, that's to remind me, or perhaps a little more root beer. I guess might be a little more appropriate. Sassafras. <laughs> I don't be. know if you drink root beer there in Madeira. Um, but what makes Madeira so unique is that the, it has laser sharp acidity, and the acidity yes, sure. is so high that it's it really brightens your palate. But in some cases, you have a little bit of residual sweetness. That's true, Chris. If, if you if I need to choose a, a word to to Madeira, it's acidity. This is a word that that we use. This is to give the long life to the to the to the wine uh, and all this process that that it produces. Because we are volcanic soil, more or less, so right. this helps us a lot. And Very as you austere. know, we don't mix, we don't blend different grape varieties. Each wine is one grape variety. This is very important as well in all the process. This one that you try is five years, so it's a blend of different uh, harvest that in the harvest in the middle can be the, the So it the could be years. two years old plus... No. Oh, it has, not, so the minimum uh, is five years. At, at, at least three years. Oh, at least three. Madeira. Yeah. Oh, you okay. can have a, a five years. Oh, that's years. right. Yes, there is a law that says yeah. the Madeira cannot be served and called Madeira until at least three oh, years. Oh, this ages. is why it's a bit too expensive because we need to wait ten years, yes. <laughs> three years before to, to sell the wine. We, we cannot Kind of nothing. the champagne of aperitifs yeah. outside of the, the region, yes, right? They lead the, for their vintage stuff. Um, well, it's a delicious, uh, delicious aperitif. Um, what do you pair this with? This is, seems like it's more of a cheese, uh, nuts, perhaps a little bit nuts of nuts for sure, chocolate, dark chocolate, mm-hmm. dessert. This is a dessert wine. Yeah. So this is a typical. I want to start with you with the typical Madeira, <laughs> and the next step that we're gonna have it, we're gonna move it for the ten years. We're gonna have the the, the ten years Tercial. Uh, it's the dry style from Blandy, uh, and this is a start wine totally started wine so the color is more like a, a gold and, and and blonde color beautiful kind of hazelnut gold. Light. yeah you can see some some kind of a green there as well if you look at well right yeah uh, green I, tin i didn't re- recognize that until okay, he said there's a little bit of that hue there um quite interesting um and these are all from blandy's and when was blandy's founded how old is, is the house of blandy's blandy's have more than 200 years old well we start in uh, 1811 with john blandy and today the company is ran by, and my CEO is Chris Bland, the seventh generation. Wow. So it's a big honor, man, to be honest, to, to be in, uh, with Blandy because all the generations there, all is running the company, all the history is there, the building is the same, all the... It's amazing. So it's an honor. To be well, honest. don't let the term Blandy's fool you because this is really full of flavor. Circeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a great variety. It's also known as the dog strangler because it's, for whatever reason that is, it's um, it's just the nickname. Is that what Circeo means in Portuguese, the dog strangler? No, we don't use it anymore. So it's, <laughs> it's, the same. it's the same word in Portugal. But it's, but in the past, they used it, this word to, to, to make the definition. Yeah, so funny. Um, but what a delicious spirit. What a, not a spirit. What a delicious aperitif. 
leaf. Um, very high acid. It has just a little bit of residual sweetness here. It tastes dry, but the flavor is so reminiscent of of caramel or toffee, and I'll say it again, sassafras, that it, it reminds me my brain thinks it's a little bit sweet. They have 45 grams of residual sugar. <laughs> in, the, in, in this? In this. Okay, thank this. God. I was like, <laughs> <"That tastes laughs> so must be sweeter. Like, my, brain is, my brain's on, on point here. Okay, um, but it can work very well with cheese. It's a starter wine for, for sure. Some seafood as well. Uh, sashimi can work well with this mm. wine. Tuna. Um, this is mm-hmm. perfect. But if the temperature is not the correct. I apologize for that, uh, Chris. It, it should be, be a little more chilly, chilled. Chilly. Yes. In the fridge all the time, that's the how to work. And it okay. lasts for, so literally, how long would a bottle last? Well, in my house, it probably lasts a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, the good customer. We like you. <laughs> um, well, Blandy says, and this is interesting, are they, um, they have different size bottles here. Is this kind of a standard for the 10-year-old, the, the uh, 500 milliliter bottle? Yes, yes, to be more competitive in the, the price. Or, sure, uh, I see. Uh, yeah. a, and a little choice. goes a long way. You poured me just really an ounce and to an ounce and a half here, and that's all you need because it's a very, very um, potent flavor. It has uh, a great, like I said, a great acidity, and you have a little bit of residual sugar here. Yeah. So that's a Cerciel. Um I'm curious, how does the Verdeo different? Is it the uh, different? It's a medium dry style. Okay. It's my favorite grape variety, so we can use it as well with some cheese and also seafood is working perfectly on that. So this is more complex a little bit. It's a, they have a more more or less 25 grams of sugar that the, 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 the previous one. So we're talking about 7 grams of residual sugar by liter. And But it's uh, amazing. It's much more complex. The color is a little bit more darker that you can find there as well. And it's amazing. This wine has uh, definitely a wider palate. It's more complex on the palate. It has a little less acid, too. Um, it's not quite as sharp, it seems, on, on my palate here, which is a good thing because I tell you that, that Cercial is seriously ripping acidity but it's very, very flavorful. And it's about, it seems to be more acidic than champagne, in my opinion. I mean, it just it just seems to be sharper and a little harder. But um, the the liquid itself is is soft. It's It has this this very, um, like like a stone washed in, in, in the ocean that just becomes rounded all around and, and maybe even flat, like those skipping stones. This has no hard edges. It's really a delicious um, a wine, and I'm, I'm super excited. I haven't had these wines probably in two and a half, three years, so this is a real treat for me. What's a typical bottle of Blandy's uh, Circeal or Verdeo 10 years run for retail? Yeah, I don't know, to be, to be honest, but it's around... $25, $30? $30. Excellent. Yeah, around that. yeah, and it lasts a long time and it doesn't spoil. And um, of course, it's it's great for a host of, of, of uses. Obviously, you can add it. Um, and Chris, the, we are the only producers, just blended, and, and, and the next step you're going to have it, uh, you don't have here, but, but uh, we have Costarcon as well. We are the only producer that work with the five and the ten years with the white grape variety. It's very important. So it's not just Madeira, it's not just a question to have a, a different, a different uh, wine. We have a complexity and a acidity and different wines for different occasions as well with the white grape variety. So we are here in the trip from Madeira. So we start in Cercial Verdeli. Next step is going to stop now. It will be the Bual. Bual, B-U-A-L. All right. So Blandis is the only uh, company that produces 10-year-old white grape varieties of Madeira, the yes, Momzi so. Bual, the Verdeo, and the Cercial. So I have the Bual here. And um, what is the grape? I, is it it's called the Buol grape. Yeah, yeah, Buol grape. Buol grape. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I just I know it's that it's a white one, a white one. But I, this looks really, really dark. This is one of the darkest of of all of them. Uh, yeah, the mom say it will be more dark. Yeah, for I can sure. see that from here. Yeah. Uh, and and this is a medium, medium, medium sweet style. 
So what it can work with that, you're going to tell me. But but for my opinion, can work with a foie gras, can work very well. A blue cheese, because the fat, the cut, the acidity that have it, it's so strong that can cut all, all of this. So it's amazing. Uh, process. Oh, it's it's really a delicious wine because the acidity just makes your palate um, liven up, and of course you have that those layers of complexity that take time and ten years time. Um, and what sort of wood is it? It's in oak barrels, but is, oak are those barrel, American oak barrels? American oak barrels. Old one always, more than one hundred years each one. So we have a team that work in the barrels all the time. We don't want we don't want the flavor of the the wood inside the the the, the, the Madeira wine. So you use the old barrels. So the flavor that you get when you find the, the the barrel without any wine is already that place amazing. It's like good to know that uh, something American made could last that long. Oh, of course, of <laughs> course, <you're> important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Jenna doesn't have anything on us for that one. Um, well, delicious. So this is truly a, a great uh, um, retrospective of each wine. We've got the Circeal, the, the Verdeo, and the Buell. And now the last one is the Malmsey for this segment. We've got a few more wines, so stick around. Don't go away. But the Malmsey, this is the Malvasia grape. Yeah. Um, and why is this one considered to be more sweet? Is that because it has the least amount of acidity or what? Yeah, more acidity and it depends on the area when they produce as well. And... Uh, this wine that you are tasting right now, it was the wine that uh, John Washington toast with his brother George. Of, yeah, with <laughs> the United States. I think it was Blandy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not yes, for sure. they were working on but, the Constitution and uh, or the Declaration of Independence, I should say. And uh, of course, they celebrated with uh, yeah. Madeira and port and um, some other things. I think ciders as well and some beer. That's good to know that our forefathers uh, were certainly not teetotalers, although that certainly did happen later. Um, this wine, this this is probably where most people who want to taste Madeira should start yeah, with yeah, because yeah. it's very, very pleasant. It's It's got that softness, that uh, gentil quality, and um, but the, the layers of flavor that are there. You've got complexity. You've got you've got roasted nuts. You've got a little bit of toffee, caramel, um, perhaps even a little bit of brown butter in there. Yes. It's it's uh, it's a quite a delicious wine. And um, it's called Malmsey, M-A-L-M-S-E-Y. It's from Blandy's, and these are about 30 bucks a bottle. It'd be really fun for you out there to, to pick up some of these bottles. I'm sure they're available at Esquin, or you can find them at perhaps uh, Whole Foods, I imagine. Um, check it out. And of course, uh, there's a website. What's the website? Yeah, it's MadeiraWineCompany.com. MadeiraWineCompany.com. That's really easy. So, uh, folks, you should definitely um, check out these wines because the, when they're chilled, they're very refreshing and they're very, very flexible. They can go with a barbecue, they can go by themselves. Uh, and that's what I like to do it, either or. Uh, hey, stick around. We've got a few more wines and, uh, and a lot more fun with Nelson Collado of the Madeira Wine Company right here on Happy Hour Radio. Tune it in and turn it up. Cruise home with Kirby. The Kirby Wilbur Show, live and local. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle, Somalia, Christopher Chan. All right, that'll be the maestro of Madeira today. Madeira is uh, mad wine, man. This stuff is awesome. Comes from an island just off the coast of Portugal, kind of halfway between America and Morocco. And I have Nelson Collado here is the uh, director of marketing for the Madeira Wine Company, which is based there in the uh, capital of Madeira Island. We tasted five fantastic Madeiras. This is a great education for me. It's a great revisit. Uh, I just finished up with the 10-year-old Blandy's um, Malmsey, which is the sweetest of them because it has kind of the least acidity and holds that sugar very well. But it's it's not sweet that you would be like cotton candy sweet. This just has sweetness like... Uh 
like bittersweet chocolate. Doesn't have much tannin, but it's um it's not overly sweet. Of course, uh, I do like sugar. I used to hide candy when I was a kid because my mom's a dentist. So <laughs> what else do you do? <laughs> now I don't have to hide anything, so which is super fun. Uh, you have a vintage dated Madeira here. Tell me about this. It's not a vintage, Chris. Uh, it's a colheita. So oh. it's a single harvest from two thousand two. Uh, Social. Yes, but colheita. Because they don't have twenty years, cannot be a vintage. We are not like poor. Oh right. To be a vintage. Of fresqueira that we say in Portugal, we need at least twenty years. This is why we have the the, the next the three wines that you have it. You, they don't have the twenty years, so they are colheitas. So what's happening? It's a baby vintage. It's so good the wine that we don't want to wait twenty years to try the wine. So we make a few bottles to try this. And what we have now, the the Cercial blend is 2002. It's a 94 points wine enthusiastic and 192 wine, wine spectator. They we, we just do it 4,000 bottles. So be careful not to match there in the market. Because all the angels got it, huh? <laughs> so much. Well, it says 2002 on it, so that means it was a single harvest. And of course, you have um, uh, regulations that maintain the quality, integrity yes, of, of, of the products that come from Madeira. And this one is Colleto, which also is available in, uh, in Portugal for port wines. Uh, because that also means a, a single vintage, but not declared vintage, a single year of harvest, we should say, just to make it more clear. Now, this is much drier than the previous wines. Much more. And it, that, to me, is absolutely fantastically delicious because you get all of the expression of uh, the age on it, and without some of the, the, the sugar to sort of mask some of that. I know the sugar is friendly and it's fun, but this really tastes and feels like a world-class, delicious... reminds me of uh, an old... Um, it reminds me of like an old Spanish white in a way. If I could just relay that to my okay. my listeners for some of the old Vieira wines that age and get dark and brown and um, uh, but you don't have you have a little bit of lees contact here. You get some of that yeasty note. You get some of that um, rice cracker or whatever some of the to- toasty nuts. Are these wines left on the lees at all? Is it just? Put it in a barrel, fortified, and then they just cook it up. And they cook by wow. themselves, so we don't need nothing there. So this is the grape from the island. This is our the method of process. And sometimes the vintage is so special, like this one, 2002. And normally, we already know, we then pick up the grapes and we make a, a shoes of the, the... We take the decision, okay, these grapes from this single single garbage, they come to this barrel and we put there. We know that this or this producer, this, uh, this, uh, this uh, farmer, it's a good guy we know we take care about the vineyard as well so let's put it in a different way so this is why we have them special now imagine this this 2002 in the future because we have more liters there uh-huh. waiting and stay more long in the barrel what will be the Cercial in the few years uh, that we're going to declare like a vintage that uh, will be a fantastic one for sure it's interesting because the acidity does not seem as high as that first Cercial I tried not at all that's perhaps part of the uh, uh, that special vintage or year of harvest it was. Excuse me. Um, you have two more wines here. And, of course, uh, the next one does say Colleta. It's a 2008, but it comes from a different producer, Cossack Gordon. Yeah. They start in 1745. So it's, it's from my company as well. It's from Madeira Wine Company. Uh, it's the oldest brand in Madeira, 1745. Oh, this is a special Boal 2008. It's a Colleta as well. Same process. Normally, we have a different warehouses, so the... Normally, the Cossart Gordon are a little more dry. So this boil that you're going to try, if we have a, a blended boil of the same age, will be a, a little bit different. So this is a little more dry. It's less than 100 grams of residual sugar. 
I forget to tell you, but all the Madeira wines have less than 100 grams. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But it's well married. A, you, you don't find benchmark. it there. <laughs> you don't find it there. So it's very clean, very well balanced. So this is a, yeah, in acidity. They have they cut everything. So you and here you already tasting some uh, new flavors of the famous bouquet of Madeira. So right, this one has a. Definitely has a different personality. Um, it it kind of looks the same, but it, it reacts differently on my palate. It has a little more body or something to it. Yeah. It just tastes like it has um, a little more strength or prowess, um, and and it's quite delicious. I'm I'm surprised that the Bual would be um, this dry still. I mean, it, it tastes dry. Tastes dry. <laughs> it's right. A, it's a medium medium sweet style. It's a medium sweet style. Um, what would be a national dish, a dinner dish, um, a, a lunch dish? I know that uh, Europeans like to drink anytime, which is totally cool with me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what would what would be a, a, a common lunch dish that you would enjoy some of this Madeira with? Is it roast pork? Not, not the roast pork. Can work with this with this one for sure. Uh, Sure. Yeah, it's the, that reminds me. I want to go down to Chinatown and get some of that roast pork um, with that big fatty, crunchy skin. And, mm. Chris, we, we have in Madeira one of our uh, dinners. It's all about Madeira. So we start with the Circeau, we go to the Verdelho, and we have all the meal with the Madeira wine. It's amazing. It's amazing. Don't forget to have uh, 18 degrees alcohol or 19 degrees, sorry, uh, all this wine. So it's not like a normal wine. When we finish the dinner, we are very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no duels, no famous duels that took place after a couple of bottles of Blandings or Casa Garden. Uh, so Casa Garden was founded in 1745, you said? Yeah. Wow. And is that still family-owned or family-run, or has that been they sort ran, of... They ran, and now we take care okay. of the brand. Yeah. They ran. They ran out of family, apparently. Um, now we, we taste a uh, Madeira from a red grape, the only red grape grown on Madeira, or is that true? That's true. That's true. This is the Tinta Negra. So, uh, and now we are starting to aging this. This is a surprise. Uh, two weeks ago in London, it was the surprise of the festival, the, the wine tasting that we are, the big uh, fortified tasting. And it's not normal in our company. And this is a Licox. A Licox. Licox is 1760. Okay, they born there. It's very old as well. And Tinta Negra, we now we are, I'm very excited with this one to be honest. Uh, Tinta Negra uh, aging is amazing. This one is a Tinta Negra 2001. It's a rich style, and you let me know what you think about this. But it's not normal a Tinta Negra with so so personality, so strong, with so well done, with all this flavor. I'm be honest. This is why I live for the like last wine because it's something special. Wow, this has this flavor is pervasive. It just took over my whole palate, my mouth. Um, it's still kind of seeping into each taste bud, little spot of my tongue, and the acidity is is still pretty bright and, and pretty high, which um, makes my salivary glands uh, start rolling. And it says uh, "dolce rich." And those are rich. Those is uh, sweet, sweet in Portuguese. Right. Uh, so uh, rich is uh, it's the same. This wine, they win a platinum medal and the Decanter World Wine uh, Awards last week. So it's our new member, our new platinum member. It's not normal to have a, a wine uh, with Tinta Negra with so high expectation. Wow. And I'm looking at the different Colleta wines here. You've got the 2008. It said it was aged only seven years in the cask. Yeah. Obviously, that would have been released in 2015 or 16 and then yeah. bottled and aged mature in the bottle. This one says it's been aged for 16 years in oak. 16 years in oak. Yeah. That's a long time. And that really helps and, add and some... And it's real 16 because we bottling this in 2016. So 
Yeah. Season. 15, to be honest. <laughs> well, it's, you know, 17. Yeah. Anyway, you know, it all works. It's all here now. Um, fantastic. So let's talk about this. Is this a $200 bottle of wine or is this? No, less than this. 20, 20, 20. Fifty-five dollars. Fifty-five. Okay. Fifty-five. Wow. Now that is a treat because that will last a long time, and you know, I don't. Nothing lasts a long time in my cabinets at home. Um, so fun. How many barrels of Madeira does your company now have resting in the uh, headquarters there on the island? A lot. I don't know the total number, but we have a thousand and thousand barrels. Normally, a barrel is it's, it's six hundred and fifty liters. Right. So we have a, a lot of barrels separate and into different uh, to different space. And uh, which is the largest country consuming the most Madeira? At the moment. Or which is the country consuming the most Madeira? I should say not the largest country. UK. UK. You, you guys are in the second. And then French, Italy. Really? Yeah. Germany is moving well. Japan is our very good market as well in Asia. Now we are trying to export and we are open to China as well. So China are very well, They should excited. like that sweet stuff. Yeah, but, but not so much. Now, now the... the um, the They're market becoming more changed. complex, yes. Yeah, and the people went because the, the, the dry style and the medium dry style. This, this is, is the awesome. Of the company. So the, the website is MadeiraWineCompany.com? Correct. Wow. Uh, Nelson Collado, thank you so much for sharing the story of Madeira and My these pleasure. fantastic wines from Blandy, Casa Garden, and Leacocks. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Oh, hey, folks, you got to get out and at least get a bottle. If you don't like it, you give it to me, <laughs> and I'll be sure and put it to good use. But uh, these wines are fantastic. There's something that you have to be reminded how good they are, and we'll always uh, have the bottle in your kitchen, um, either whether you want to add to a soup or a sauce, or perhaps a little to help the chef. Hey, folks, stick around. We have our final, fourth and final segment coming right here on 570 KVI. He's live. He's local. He's all Northwest. Lars Larson. Weekdays, noon to 3. Talk Radio 570 KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle, time for our fourth and final segment. And I am live, and I am local, and uh, I'm loving life. Hey, next weekend is Father's Day. It's Saturday the 16th, uh, and I hope you got some plans. Um, but in case you don't, trying to find that special gift or... You know, these days, you know, at, at some point, Dad has everything, um, and you just want to spend some time and have some quality time together and make uh, some stories and some memories. Uh, I would suggest you uh, look to August, August 25th and 26th. Um, coming up is the Seattle Wine Summit, and if you're into wine or you're into spirits or beer or cider or sake, um, this is a great opportunity to take a couple classes together. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. You start off with coffee in the morning, then you've got a big assembly, you've got I take a classroom, you have some lunch, you go to another classroom, and then an assembly. Then you have this big tasting on Saturday night. Uh, it's really a fun-filled day, and you learn a lot because you're in a setting where you are you know, thrust into academia, if you will, about wine. We have uh, Masters of Wine and Master Sommiers and uh, the brand ambassadors and experts uh, talking about everything from sake or the wines of Grenache, um, cognac, 
Pinot Noir, uh, of course, the wines of Washington here in our backyard. Um, we have wines from South Africa, and we'll have wines from Burgundy, France. So there's lots going on. It's called the Seattle Wine Summit, or Psalm Summit, if you will. It took place last year for the first time, and this year it's in August, August 25th and 26. So check it out at psalmsummit.com. Um, get a couple of tickets and uh, invite your dad to take him out and then really learn about some wine. Plus, it's fun. You're drinking and spitting or tasting and spitting or, or just not spitting. <laughs> but there's plenty of food and of course there'll be sunshine. And it all takes place over at South Seattle College campus. It's uh, psalmsummit.com. Um, and also, when you're thinking about gifts, perhaps you want to talk about some of that Madeira. Get them something they don't really know. And it, do some exploration uh, together. I think it's always fun to try new products, and you can almost, you know, save save the airfare to Portugal or to Madeira, and try some Blandy's Madeira or Leacox or Cossut Gordon. Uh, lots of good stuff. Um, got some great shows coming up next week. We're going to talk with Hal Lanvoit. He is the director of winemaking for Precept Wine, and we're talking about the new Brown family tasting room and uh, the namesake uh, Andrew Brown has uh, um, an ode to his great grand or his grandfather. Um, and who was the name of Brown. He's got some great wines. We're going to talk about those. And then I've got my pal Jeff Lindsay Thorson coming into studio, the uh, wine director for RN74, talking about their great menus uh, with what's happening, of course, spring and seasonally. We have Bastille Day coming up on July 14th. It's another Saturday. And, of course, he's got his own wine label, W.T. Vintners, and he makes uh, a very, very rare grape in Washington, if you will, it's called Gruner Veltliner, something I would recommend. Uh, and then uh, coming up in a few shows, we've got some great products. Uh, so you should always stick around. Tell your friends about Happy Hour Radio. It's happyhourradio.net that is the uh, website. And um, we talk about some products. I've got uh, this this great product. If you, uh, if you have some parties to go to, there's this great product called um, What to Drink Before You Drink. It's uh, packed with vitamins and some uh, electrolytes, um, just a little bit of sugar. It's uh, tasty, and it actually helps. I took uh, I took a, a can full, and it's about eight ounces, so it's just a cup. Um, but it's like a little soda kind of thing, and it's it's effervescent, um, and it gives you a boost. It has some B vitamins and things like that. Um, also, there's this great Bloody Mary mix that we're going to chat about. It's called Smoke and Mary. Totally fresh, uh, totally honest. Uh, totally delicious um, and real hickory smoke. So that's coming up on the show. Um, but remember, this is June, and uh, June is all about getting out to the tasting rooms. We got tasting rooms in South Seattle. We got tasting rooms down in uh, the Soto area on First Avenue. It's now called Thirst Avenue because we've got um, several tasting rooms. Of course, we have the Brown Family Vineyard Tasting Room, which is there on First Avenue, right by Carmines in Pioneer Square. Down the street, there's one called uh, FST, and that is the uh, three partners, FST, the, their initials, and they produced a, a, a winery called, or created a winery called FST, and they've got a tasting room which is just down past the uh, Soto, uh, Showbox Soto. Uh, that's a brand new big tasting room, so if you're ever heading down there, you want to check out someplace new. These are great locations. Of course, we've got the Soto uh, Wine neighborhood. It's uh, Curlew Cellars, um, uh, a lot of wines, uh, Sleight of Hand, uh, Nine Hats, Schooner Exact Brewing, uh, Structure Cellars. You got Full Pool down there. 
Oh, and uh, Roti Cellars. So there's a bunch of wineries in that square down there, uh, just past the uh, Spokane Street Bridge. They got plenty of parking. They got some good food. And of course, there's that brewery. So you can have some wine. You can buy some wine. Um, They got a big party coming up uh, next weekend. Actually, it's the 16th. So from noon to five, I believe it is. Check out, uh, gosh, I don't remember the name, but it's uh, looking for Curlew Cellars or Structure Cellars or Roti Cellars. They'll get you all the information you need. Well, I hope you enjoy the show, and I really appreciate all the questions we get on Facebook and, of course, on Twitter. It's at HappyHRRadio. Um, I'm out and about, uh, and I'll be traveling to Walla Walla here in July, and I'll take some great notes and meet some good people, and we'll chat again on the show. So when you're out and about, remember, life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers! Cheers!